Welcome to Dietitian Boss. My name is Libby Rothschild. I'm the CEO and founder of the Dietitian Boss Method. Our company is here to help you get started in private practice even before you think you're ready. I've created a proprietary process to help you increase visibility, create organic content, enroll clients into an offer, and learn sales skills that don't even feel salesy. Listen every week to your colleagues as they're being interviewed and we chat about their progress and success from when they got it started from zero to all the way to creating million-dollar businesses and beyond. Lately, a topic has come up both in the Dietitian Boss program and on social media about getting results faster and the best way to coach. Now, I've talked about coaching on my YouTube. Actually, one of my most popular videos is how to be a better coach. And I want to talk about that today. Now, if you know me and you've been following me, you know that I prioritize marketing and focusing on social media before taking a cert on being a, air quote, better coach. But I want to give you some tips on what coaching is and what coaching isn't, what consulting is and what consulting isn't. And guess what? Spoiler alert, you don't need a cert to learn this information. This is public information available to all and really easy to translate. Now, coaching, I can't remember what the stat is. I want to say some kind of multi-billion dollar industry. It's huge. Coaching is growing very fast. Coaching is unregulated. Um, pretty sure. I uh, don't know if it's regulated in some areas. It might be, but as an industry in total, as a whole, it is a fairly unregulated industry. It's easy to call yourself a coach, right? A nutrition coach or whatever coach, as you guys might know, as you've seen the competition on social, but what does that really mean? Coaching is an opportunity for you to transform lives, but Coaching is not telling people what to do. Coaching is actually asking the person, the coachee, to dig within themselves and find the answer. So coaching pulls out answers from the client and consulting tells the client what to do. So from a Forbes article titled, Key Differences Between Coaching and Consulting, in parentheses, and here's how to decide what your business needs, I'm going to share with you one of the excerpts from this article under the truth versus execution. With coaching, you walk away with strategies for uncovering your truth on your own. With consulting, you get tools that can support you in moving forward and executing. Both can be useful depending on the client's goal and intention. I want to explain a little bit more about what this means. Now, many of you tell me you want to be coached. You say that. And then when I coach you, you say, no, 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 Libby, just tell me what to do. And technically that's consulting. So let me, let me share with you why coaching is valuable and how you can benefit from this episode, not only for your personal development, but when you translate this onto how you work with your clients. Firstly, it's amazing to have a coaching experience where you're able to dig within and find the answers. That is a beautiful, important professional, professional development experience that we want to be able to give our clients. And if we call ourselves a coach, it's technically what, you know, coaches do. Consulting can give quick tips and information and it also builds resentment. When you have someone tell you what to do or give you advice, it's always going to be bias, right? And so if you're, if you're taking advice and you're applying it, it's, it's kind of this false positive where 
you're getting information and you're applying it, but then you're not learning on your own and you're not making decisions for yourself. And that causes resentment. So it's, you get a quick win, but then later you get frustrated and angry. So the beauty of coaching is that when you work with someone like me and my team, we are trained to ask you questions to help you solve your own answer. And that's going to help you grow as a human. And that's, that's what your clients are going to want too. Now, when you do put on your coaching hat, I'm sorry, consulting hat, as I call it, you can shift between coaching and consulting and you can then tell people what to do. But I think it's important to make that distinction and let them know, ask them, are you ready for advice? Are you looking for me to tell you what to do as, as, a, as a consultant? Because coaching is explicitly letting you look within. And so I think it's important to make that distinction when you are with your clients and you're giving them information and you're helping them work through their issues, whether it be chronic disease management, weight loss, uh, food freedom, pregnancy, child nutrition, whatever the issue is, whatever your niche you're solving, if you can apply your style to more of an uncovering coaching style, that's really going to help the client look within. Now, when you consult, it can be amazing to build thought leadership and, and really know the information, right? Here's the how-to and you're spelling out step-by-step, but then it's kind of like that person's got training wheels and they're never learning how to be independent. If you choose a hybrid of coaching and consulting, which is very popular in NAS day and age, meaning you're not just having them look within, but you're not just telling them what to do, I think what's important is to make the distinction and let them know every time they ask you to solve their problem, I think it's important to tell them or to ask them permission. Mary. I'm going to be switching my hat now from coach to consultant. Are you okay with me giving you direct advice? What is that going to mean to you? And then if Mary follows your advice and later realizes she needed to work through her own issues and she was, you know, holding on to you too tightly and expecting you to solve her, her problems and, and solve her life, the resentment is, is going to be decreased because you were explicit in that relationship. This is something that we've been talking about a lot at Dietitian Boss among our staff of coaches, me and, and the coaches, and, and how to ensure we're constantly coaching and letting our clients know when we put on our consulting hat to help them look from within. And it's something that will make you a better practitioner. One of the fundamentals uh, that I love, um, and I have this in my programming to, so that you can learn more about it, is motivational interviewing. It's an evidence-based approach to behavior change. Now, I taught MI, also called motivational interviewing, back in clinical. I taught two curriculums, which bridge the gap between motivational interviewing and uh, medical nutrition therapy. And I talked about making sure that you're really, and I didn't call it coaching. I just called it like communicating and consultations or or whatever um, sessions. Basically, your, your ability to communicate with your clients about nutrition, or again, patients, however you word it in the hospital setting, was definitely patients. Motivational interviewing is an opportunity, again, evidence-based behavior change style that helps you focus on being a better coach. And it's free, you can Google it, I can do another episode and explain it. Um, if you didn't learn MI or motivational interviewing in school, I definitely think it's one of the most underrated techniques 
as practitioners that we can apply both for when you're being coached and then when you're coaching your clients. So again, it's a guided style of communication and it sits between following good listening and directing, meaning giving information and advice. It's, it's designed to empower people um, and draw out their own meaning and is based on respect and curiosity for the way of being with people that facilitates the natural process of change and honors client autonomy. You can find more information about motivational interviewing. Again, there's so many great resources online if you Google it. Um, and, and really, motivational interviewing helps you ask, it helps you promote active listening. So you're asking questions, uh, you're affirming what they're saying, you're reflecting and you're summarizing. And it's really a great way for you to have a relationship where you're gauging somebody's stage of change, right? So if you remember stages of change, we have pre-contemplation, contemplation, what is it, action, maintenance, things, I think I'm missing one. <laughs> I don't have it pulled up in front of me. And so when you use motivational interviewing, you can actually move up different stages of change while you're empowering the person to, to make those decisions. And it's really a beautiful way for you to facilitate change. Motivational interviewing is also called change talk. When in doubt about how to work with people who demand that you play this role of basically solving problems for them to an extent where they become codependent on you, that's not a good thing. So you want to, you know, teach them how to fish instead of constantly serving them a meal. And that's, you know, a metaphor I chose to share. When you can empower someone to look within, but you can also identify when you're switching to telling them what to do, you will become a better practitioner. You will develop better relationships and you will also be a better coachee because when you go into coaching, business coaching, and you expect somebody to be your consultant, you have the wrong impression of what coaching is. I've had a couple amazing coaches that required me to look from within, and they were the best experiences. One of them in particular was the best experience I've ever had in business and in personal development. I've had coaches that uh, have said they're coaches and they're really consultants, and we tried to quickly solve problems, but I didn't, I regret not taking enough time to look within. No, I still tried to, but looking back now, I make more strategic decisions about who I work with. And a big part of my influence, and then the reason I'm talking about this, of course, I have a background. You know, I taught motivational interviewing to dental residents and pediatric residents when I was a clinical dietitian for four years, which is a long time. And also, uh, as an you know, entrepreneur who's created a million-dollar business, um, by myself, I didn't have any funding. I bootstrapped it, meaning I was able to invest money back into my business from the sales I made. I have learned a lot about great ways to learn and grow, both as a coachee and then as the coach. From the experiences I've had and now the peer organizations I'm in, I'm able to zoom out and see how can I better improve the quality of the lives of our clients and how can they better improve the quality of the lives of their clients? I'm in an organization called Entrepreneur Organization EO. It's for millionaires, um, entrepreneurs who have created or, or they've achieved the million dollar mark in revenue in their business. And in that organization whose culture I love, they pride themselves on this concept of experience sharing, meaning you don't give advice. 
Uh, and when they say experience share as a culture, people in this organization, and there's like 13,000 members around the world. I'm in the New, New Jersey chapter. There's about 120 of us here. We have what's called a forum. It's a peer group. And when you get together with your peers in this group, you share things going on in your business and topics. And in that journey of sharing, the culture of entrepreneur organization is that you never give advice. You only share experience. And I love that. And being a part of EO and seeing that has helped me zoom out and understand the relationship between coaching and consulting on a deeper level. Again, if you're not aware of this distinction, I encourage you to reflect and think through how is it that you're providing the service for your clients? And if you're no, if you're not yet uh, getting any paid clients, then I want you to think of how you want to be coached when, when you hire a business coach like us. Uh, we're very cognizant of the difference and we want you to know that difference. And we want you to be aware that on that journey of self, self-growth, it's important that you are not expecting people to tell you what to do because you'll, you won't have an opportunity to grow as a human and you'll end up hating the person because you'll be so attached to them that you'll forget to be autonomous. And the autonomy as an entrepreneur is what you need to be empowered to make decisions, right? So one of our, our core values in Dietitian Boss's client, we're constantly thinking, how can we help our clients? That's why we offer so many coaching calls. We adjust our program based on your needs. We give you community support, our, you know, my trademark method. We give you a lot of what we can based on what you say you need. And it's important that we teach you this distinction. You don't need a certification to understand that telling people what to do without taking their temperature and having them explore from within is not a sustainable way for you to be a coach long term. So again, people will say they're coaches and they act as a consultant. So you don't want to judge someone and what they do by their title. You want to really ask them probing questions about how they communicate and what their style is so that you can learn and grow. I hope this was helpful. I hope you can take something from this both for your clients to make that distinction and empower them and for yourself. So when you're getting coached and when you're investing in professional development, you're being aware that when you are told and instructed and empowered to look within, you'll be getting a better process, a better outcome, a better journey, and you will grow as a better private practitioner. We are so excited to offer you support in our various programs. If you identify as a beginner and you're looking to lay down the foundations, our society program might be a great fit for you. I encourage you to go to dietitianboss.com under group coaching and apply for our experience, our transformative experience based off of my proprietary system called the Dietitian Boss Method. Additionally, we offer a higher level program called Executive to help you hire and manage a staff as you expand and scale your program, whether you're offering a membership, course, group programming, private coaching, or a combination of various different offerings. We're here to help you on your journey with developing processes and implementing the operational foundation that you need to reach your goals. A lot of our clients want to work 20 hours or less a week, and we're so proud to say that we've helped them achieve that goal, and you'll hear their stories on this podcast. Make sure to stay tuned and apply if you're looking for support to get there faster and meet some colleagues along the way who share your same growth mindset.